Great. Let's start this session. It's a really good pleasure to sit here today with you guys in different countries, places, but at the same time, space to meditate, to examine the mind together, also alone. When we are all alone, we are all together, aren't we? If one can't be alone, one can't be together with others. See what is happening among this population on this planet. When they are alone, they feel lonely. When they are together with somebody else, all kinds of conflicts. So, in this session, no matter where you've been today, what have you been doing today, let's empty everything you have accumulated on the mind. Empty everything in your consciousness. Just come back to this moment to look, to look at the mind. That's a very simple action, actually. Just look. Look at the mind. Look at the life. So we can have a, a real scientific, a real philosophical, and a real religious investigation of the mind. It only requires a very simple action which is to look, to look without any projection. Can we do that? Just look without any self-projection. Just like when we look at the tree, just look at it. We don't need, we don't need to know the name of the tree. We don't need to know the species this tree belongs to. We don't need to know the word of the color for the leaves, for the flowers. We just look at the tree. Similarly, can we look at ourselves in that way? Without self-projection, without self-reaction. Such a simple action has become so difficult to achieve for many people on this planet, probably most. Why it's becoming so difficult? Why this simple action has been so corrupted by the human being, by the human consciousness? People are living in such a complicated life, so complicated, and they are no longer able to 
look at things. Without looking, this world, I mean the inner world, actually the world, is full of all kinds of self-projection, self-cheating, self-isolation, self-reaction. And the people are confused about this world. They think this world is everybody's world. And almost everybody thinks in this way. At some time, everyone is isolated by the self, by the ego. In, when in one's world, the inner world, it is purely built upon the self-projection. If there's a self-projection, how can we communicate? Do we really have had a true human communication or not? We speak a lot for the whole day for all kinds of things, right? No matter you are working, studying, or living a life in different ways. We probably talk to people in one way or another. But have ever really had this kind of a true communication? Which means that there's no misunderstanding. There's no illusion. There's no self-projection. That's the attention. That's the attentively speaking, attentively listening. It is a fairly serious question we need to ask ourselves. It seems that most people are speaking to each other all the time, but have they really struck a true communication or not? Have you ever noticed that the communication is full of guessing? Especially when you are talking with people you are not familiar with. You have to guess, else you can't speak. You have to guess something. Then you speak. But if you guess, you must guess this on your own experience, on, your, on the past knowledge. On your observation, on the society you are living in. 
on your knowledge about these collective collective behaviors of this society. So to to speak to somebody. We always guess in one or another. And we need to inquire, inquire into this. Is that the true communication or not? Guessing is more like a a draw a lottery, right? In many cases, like you are living in the same society with others, there are some kind of collective behaviors you can capture, which give you a higher possibility to draw the right lot. But for many subtle things, it's difficult to guess. And for some things, when one guesses, it can easily lead to the conflict. For us, we strongly rely on languages to communicate. Languages are the symbols we project from the mind to some to these symbols. We give meaning to it. But the problem is that the way of giving meanings differs in different people. The same word we means differently. Like meditation, for example. People use this word a lot in all kinds of situations. But to understand what is meditation is meditation, a very big project, a very subtle project, a very sophisticated project. The word is not a thing. If we can't be aware the different ways of giving meanings to the same, same word, same symbol, the communication is inevitably becoming miscommunication. And what we guess is also the way of giving meaning of the other side in the communication. So it is a it is a hard fact that probably most of the communications, especially these verbal ones. 
on miscommunication. We can use these communications to achieve a lot of daily things, to pay, to pay for something, to buy something, to do some tasks in the game of the society, which is okay. But when we try to communicate psychologically, try to go a little deeper. Think about the daily conversations, the daily communications with your friends, with families, all kinds of misunderstandings, all kinds of conflict, all kinds of irritations. In many cases, people want to communicate, want to have a clear communication. But the fact is that it is almost impossible to achieve a very clear and true communication. Don't feel bad. I haven't finished this sentence yet. Until both of us turns inward to understand how the mind works. In that situation, and only in that situation, it is possible for us to go beyond the verse, go beyond the language, to strike a true communication. Or else, one shouldn't, or we, sh we shouldn't say shouldn't, anyway, it's a, you know, it's a constructed language. And, or else, it could, it could be a, an advisable way to be aware that in the daily conversation, in the daily communication, The true communication is very difficult to achieve. And, uh, and one should give up that illusion, that kind of expectation. But in, you know, in many situations, when people is in a very desperate state, when want to speak out, want to, want to seek comfort, whatever, seek being understood by others, This kind of seeking can give people a lot of challenges because the communication is very hard to achieve. Nobody can really understand your issues until you are able to examine it, investigate all by yourself. So that's why we meditate. It's not some kind of system methods. It's just to observe the mind, to understand how the mind works, to look, simply look, 
the very understanding how the mind works at each moment at your life. Even you are alone, you are always in the clearest communication with yourself. Therefore, also with others. Then we can let go of the reaction to languages. We can really listen to others attentively, which means that we are giving the full attention to what people are talking about. What is attention here mean? Attention means. Inclusiveness. It's very different. It's completely different from concentration, which has been trained and educated, has been taught by the society in all the cultures at school to teach you. You need to concentrate on your study. You need to concentrate on your work. This all implies exclusion. You have to give thoughts to a point. At the same time, excluding all the others. Such a process is full of conflicts, mental problems. Everybody can feel it. Do you? But attention is different. Attention means we look at things, we listen to something. To, to something, inclusively. When we listen to somebody's talking inclusively, it means that our we don't concentrate on the, on the verse. We don't concentrate on the verse. Concentration on the verse inevitably leads to. The reactions to the verse. When the mind is caught up in the reactions to verse, the mind is no longer listening. The mind is carried away by the reactions, by the thoughts, illusions triggered by these reactions. Then, that mind is influenced, isn't it? Because most people are trained. To, 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 to concentrate on other people's words, and they think that's the way to listen. But for such a listening, it is very passive. It is full of influence, isn't it? If not, the media today could be very different. Maybe, may, may. Could have not existed at all. Look at the influence from the media, books, readings, TV, movies, all kinds of programs, even podcast. Isn't it because this prevalent problem of listening? 
So if you listen to somebody attentively, you will notice all kinds of self self protections in that talking, all kinds of issues in that talking, and you can get what he mean behind all those words. Without being caught up in the reactions, and that's the attentive listening. It's fairly simple, isn't it? Try it in your life. Try it. It is very counterintuitive. In such a way to listen, you won't be influenced. It only give you the clarity. So, to meditate is to invite the attention back, not concentration. Concentration always takes place on the level of thoughts. When everything is taking place in thoughts, maybe exclusions, judgment, divisions, conflicts, and all the rest of it are in that domain. But when one gives attention. To everything around him or her, that very attention is the practice of meditation. So, can we ask ourselves? Can I, for example, can I? Give attention to each moment of the life. Languages are very confusing here. Maybe I can rephrase it. Can attention exist? Can attention exist at each moment of life? Can I live a life moment to moment to moment, which also conveys the same meaning? Or can I say, maybe I can say, can I live a conscious life, the same meaning? Attention means to look simply. To look simply means to look without any self-projection, without any illusions, associations, interpretations. Which further means to look without a looker, with without the, the without the me that looks, just look, 
Where there's a self, there's a self-projection, isn't it? The self look at everything from the center, me. From that center, one can banalize everything. Banalize everything around him or her. So, to look means just look. It's not you look. It's just look. The mind look. The mind looks. Moment by moment, it's not you. I mean, the mind, not you. You don't exist psychologically. If the attention is there, So before we continue, let's keep silent for three or four minutes.
what life has become so complicated. Isn't it because most of us rarely give attention to life? People are always caught up in some sort of reactions. They can't attentively look. They can't attentively listen. For most people's mind, the mind is the words. The words are the mind. One is living totally in the reactions to this verse, which correspond to the images, illusions, all kinds, you know, fun stuff. There, there's only concentration, isn't it? We only concentrate on the verse that give us the good feelings. And exclude others, which might give us some unexpected feelings. We all exclude. The society, the world, is full of exclusion in all kinds of ways. We try to be attached to something, attached to some verse, some thoughts, some images, in the hope to cheer ourselves up. The attachment to something is also fear. In that very attachment, it also means exclusion. In that very attachment, it might give someone a moment of pleasure, but it is, it is so fast for the pleasure to transform into pain, because the mind can't tolerate. Any attachment, the mind is always dynamic, always alive. As long as there is one image or thought, values that the mind is attached to, the mind is into the conflicts. Just like. If you put a door, put a wall, in the middle of the river, the flowing river, that door will receive a lot of pressure 
from the flowing water, because that door is fixed, that wall is fixed, but the water is flowing. Similarly, on the mind, it, seem, it happens. Similarly, though we can't imagine it, but that's it. So that conflicts makes people restless. Other, we can let go of the attachment to keep the mind alive. Other, we make the mind dull. In order to in order to 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 get used to that, we hope so, but the life tends out to be a lifetime battlefield until we can let go of the attachment, let go of any thoughts, images. To not be attached to means we need to give full attention to life, to each moment, to not let these images formed, to not let these images be accumulated. That's why we need to give attention. Or else, if there's no attention, if there's only concentration, the mind is caught up in reactions, in images, the attachment is inevitable. So to meditate actually is to see this clearly, not follow this talk to, to reason, it's meaningless. Can we see this directly? Can we see the danger of the attachment Directly. Say it means that you perceive it as it is. Just like you see a snake, you see a tiger which is running towards you. You see that danger at that moment. Can you see the attachment? Can you see this kind of a problem? Can you see, can you see the concentration? The danger of it. And, this, and to perceive this, perceive this truth, it, it requires a very quiet mind. To require a mind free from illusions. free from those attachment to images. So, to meditate is to invite this attention back to your life. 
to give attention on your life require a, a, a peaceful mind. And a, and a peaceful mind also requires a, an attentive mind. Which means that there's no first, second, last. There's no steps. Steps are created by the mind, by the verse, by your reactions to the verse, which is an illusion. There's no real path to these states. The first is the last. The last is the first. Which means that one should take actions, take mental actions immediately to change. There's no progress. What makes one feel difficult to change or take actions is all the self-projections, all the self-reactions. All the thoughts, activities. And when it's trapped in, block one from taking immediate actions. So if one can't take actions immediately, one may ask, why do I have these reactions? Can I see these reactions? And then this part is again part of the meditation. So you, you may find, actually, meditation is not something very mysterious. It's not something beyond the touch. Actually, it's the opposite. It is rather very, very practical. Meditation requires you to take actions immediately. And it is very counterintuitive because for most people, they always, always want to think more and more, more hopefully, hopefully to, 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 to be clear about, about something, then take actions. As you go through this experience, you may find that it never happens. Thoughts and actions are naturally separated. If we can't put the thoughts in the right place, purely seeking clarity in thoughts, only keep one trapped in thoughts.
here, the actions. Please forgive the problem language. The actions means the mental actions. Like not judge, not compare, not divide, not exclude. They are all mental actions we can take immediately. Not distinguish. Not blame, for example. If you do it in your life at each moment, to be aware of the mental actions like judging, like comparing, and to take proper actions, you will find what we mean here. Even when you're in a very desperate situation, like in a very severe argument with somebody else for some things, if you can take proper mental actions, see the change. We don't, we don't think about now here because it's, you can't imagine it. What you, what you are imagining is still in the domain of thoughts. But if you take mental actions properly, see what will happen on your mind. So that's the, the secret of meditation. You can't describe it. You can't describe this kind of a change. Any kind of description is only on words. It's imagination. One has to go beyond all these descriptions to do it, to perceive it, to, ex to find all by oneself. That's the real investigation, and that's the true meditation. So now, time again for us to meditate to empty what we have discussed today. To let go of all the images, all the thoughts, and invite each of us back to this moment. Now, let's take a 10-minute meditation. Start by taking a moment to find a comfortable position to sit in a posture that you feel relaxed and get alert. Let hands rest on your knees or laps.
let the eyes close gently. Soften your forehead. Act a soft smile in the corner of your lips. Breathe naturally. As you breathe in, be aware that you are breathing in. Feel the sensation of breathing in. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. As you breathe out, be aware that you are breathing out. Feel the sensation of breathing out. The region can be the nostrils, can be the belly, can be anywhere. Focus on the part you feel most. Fix your attention on the breath. Let go of any thought, words, images. This moment, nothing is more important than breath. While you are listening to the bell, check where your attention is. If it wasn't on the breath, 
after the bell. Gently invite your attention back to the breath, and sustain your attention on the breath.
slowly bring your awareness back to this room. Feel into your body. Wiggle your fingers and toes. When you are ready, open your eyes. Only when we give attention to each moment, we can really put everything to the right place, put the thoughts in the right place. Put the mind, everything on the mind, in the right place. Then, such a mind. Is an odor. Such a life is full of odor. It's free from any disorder. So that's the basic content of today's session, and I hope everybody has feel some freshness after this ten-minute meditation. So before we finish today's session, still we can we we have some time. To. To speak. To communicate. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for organizing such events. And yeah, I can say that I try my best to live more in the moment. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can say that I was uh, a couple of days. I was walking,、mm-hmm. and I tried to、um, to and I looked around and、um, yeah, I just oh what a be- beautiful tree or I don't know what a beautiful square. And when、um, I saw one building, and、um, I just oh this bu- this building has five、um, floors, but. Yeah, despite the fact that I passed by this building for several times before, and I haven't noticed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's important to be in the moment, and you can notice、uh, some things that、uh, are common, and you just、uh, didn't pay attention before. Yeah, haven't heard it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your your life in this way. It's good, right? So when we, because when when we really think something is important, we begin to have a direction. When we have a direction, we can't see anything else. Only we realize, oh, thoughts give us the illusion that something is important. So I take it seriously. On the mind, then I lost the sight of everything else. 
Okay, now I realize. Okay, nothing is really important. I can do my work. I can do my study. I can live my life. But I know that nothing is really important, except the order of the mind. Then the attention is back. I can enjoy the view around me. I can see the the the, the beautiful square outside, the tall tree. The building. So, and good luck with、uh, Katerina. Hopefully, you can keep continue this journey to see how life will change. Good luck. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Hello. Hello, Ari. Hello.、Um, Can I ask you when you say attention、mm -hmm. and, and awareness? Can we say something similar, related, or uh, uh, to be aware of something? Or first you pay attention and then you are aware, and then we have concentration as well, which. It's something different, as you said. Concentration is、uh, using the mind,、uh, using thoughts to in thoughts to exclusively. Awareness is not in thoughts. You are aware of the breath or aware of the body. It's like、uh, attention, but more、uh, wide. Yeah, more yes, wide, more、uh, general attention. You know, the verse can give a lot of confusions. Attention. So we must notice that. Is the attention continuous or not? Or is there any? Continuous attention. From your observance.、Uh, for me, it's not continuous. I hope one day it will become <laughs> continuous, as you say, <laughs> without effort. <laughs> If the attention becomes continuous, it becomes concentration. It implies your effort to make it continuous. So then, it's concentration. It's no longer attention. Awareness, actually. So, what I understand the awareness is very similar to attention. All we can see. Is there any really difference between the awareness and the attention? Or should we really to dis distinguish these two verbs? Or they are the same thing? The awareness. 
means inclusiveness. When I'm concentrating on something, I'm not aware. But if I give attention on something, I'm aware of things around, around it. So the attention and awareness go hands in hands. If you give attention to something, you are aware of everything around you. And that attention can't stay. If you want to force it to stay, it becomes concentration, then the awareness disappears. Probably seeing this, seeing this way might, might make this difference clear. Yes. Um, so, Siko, thank you. Um, so, could you could you say that attention and awareness, uh, yeah, for our means is uh, the same? Um, because um, attention sounds to me something more coming from volition, from your will, uh, pay attention, etc. Probably that's the. The, that is Bob's way of understanding this word, attention. But here, in this context of communication between us, between all of us, attention has nothing to do with will. If there's a self, there's no attention. Attention can't be enforced by will. But if it were, then the attention becomes continuous. And this attention becomes concentration, which is no longer attention. So awareness and attention actually mean the same, but just but just shows but it just shows the subtle difference that the attention is more a focus. And the awareness is the rest of the focus. But please go beyond language. Because this description might give you an image which has nothing to do with the truth. Thank you, Siko. Thank you. Thank you. So if there, there, there were no further questions, probably that's the end of today's session. And for next week, if there's nothing really changed, we can start the, the collective course also at the same time on Monday. And we can, I invite everybody, no matter you sign up or not, it doesn't matter. It's only a form, isn't it? We start the meditation again with the beginner's mind. To empty your any knowledge about this, let's explore this together, to go through this investigation together. So in, in, hopefully, and I try my best, in the next 
nine weeks for each session will cover a different topic. And hopefully, and also with the help, which is very important of you, the daily practice, that's very important. Your daily awareness, your daily meditation to effect this change of the mind. To, to, to effect this mutation. It can only happen when you really do it. I can't help. But Eric, let's explore this seriously. And let's see what will happen. So great. And thank you for being here tonight to spend the uh, last one hour, 70 minutes, to meditate, to examine this topic of communication and the attention, and th the true meaning of meditation. It's beyond the verse, unfortunately, but also functionally, you can observe it all by yourself. There's no authority to teach you. There's no authority to, to, to guard, to, to order you. It's only you alone to find, to come upon this truth, this beauty, probably the only art on this planet to live simply with compassion, without conflict, without illusion. So, hopefully, let's see each other next week in the course, also in the session. And no matter what we call, it's only a, a label, isn't it? And take care. Enjoy each moment. <laughs>